Welcome back to Magna Vita. I'm Alex Olson. In Latin, Magna Vita means great life. Every week, we listen to hours of the best podcasts about personal and professional growth. We present the best practices and principles to help us build a great life. Last week, we talked about the power of visualization and priorities. This week, we listened to 27 episodes. The three best ones talked about how to survive setbacks and thrive because of them. But first, for the bonus for this week, wanted to share a quick quote from the author James Clear. So he wrote the book Atomic Habits, which we highly recommend. And he also has a great newsletter that he sends out every week and does a lot of really good writing. He has great content on Instagram as well. And I love this quote for two reasons. So I'll share the quote and then talk about those two reasons. James says, In the long run and often in the short run, your willpower will never beat your environment. So I love this, like I said, for two reasons. So today we're talking about how to survive and thrive. And I think it's so important to recognize that it's not enough to just think positively. It's not enough to just rely on our willpower. That as James says, in the long run, our environment is gonna affect us just as much. So it's critical that we set ourselves up for success. Which gets to the second reason I really like this which is I think a lot of times we become frustrated because we're setting goals or we're trying to build habits and it's just not happening. We feel like we're hitting a brick wall and we just can't push through it. And so we think we need more willpower, but I love this quote because it shows us that a lot of times the problem isn't us, so we shouldn't try to fix ourselves, we should try to fix our environment. And if we can set ourselves up for success, it'll make it so much easier. The first podcast from this week is another great one from Beyond the Uniform. Just as a quick refresher, this podcast is focused towards the military community, but as you'll see with this episode, the tools and the lessons apply to everyone, and it's a great one after Veterans Day. This week they interviewed Dan Kanasen. Dan was a Navy SEAL and he was deployed in Afghanistan when an improvised explosive device exploded and he lost both of his legs. And just to put this in context, Dan talked about how his whole identity was wrapped up in what he could do physically as a Navy SEAL. And so in one moment, that was all gone. And it shows how this was so tough physically, but also mentally. Dan said that after he lost both legs, he was only able to get through by focusing on the present moment and doing what he could that day to become better and stronger. He also said it was critical to have goals that he could work towards, but he didn't put a timetable on them because he couldn't control his recovery. So I love those two principles that when we're going through a hard time and we're just trying to survive, we should just take it one day at a time. You might remember my mom taught me before boot camp to just get to the next meal. That if we break it down into small chunks, then we can survive and we can thrive. But I also like that Dan was realistic. He didn't set a goal that he couldn't attain. He focused instead on what he could control. 
And as he did this, he realized and he said that you can actually make more progress sometimes by doing nothing. And so he's getting at the importance of rest. And his journey in the Paralympics is a great example of this. So the first time he went to the Olympics as a Paralympian, he said he just did okay, but he didn't do great. Because that first time he said he was fixating on the outcome and he was trying to compete against other people and he was stressed. But he said the second time he just wanted to compete against himself. He enjoyed the training and because of that he was successful and he won gold medal in the Paralympics. And what was interesting was he said between the two Olympics, he actually did things that shouldn't have helped him. He moved to sea level, so instead of Colorado, he moved to Boston and he started graduate school. And so that meant he didn't have enough time, as much time to train, but it gave him an excuse and a reason to rest. And so those things should have slowed him down, but he said because he enjoyed the process and just focused on competing against himself, he was able to be successful. And just two other tools that he said really helped him in his recovery was meditation and focusing on the breath. That it helped him to bring him back so when he was stressing about the future or frustrated about the past, he said the breath and meditation would bring him back to the present moment. And so as in our own life, as we try to survive and thrive, we can't compete with others and compare our journey with them. Instead, we need to push ourselves to reach our full potential, but we also need to rest and enjoy the daily process. The second podcast from this week is, comes from Thrive Global. Ariana Huffington interviewed one of Peloton's trainers, Robin Arzon. And Robin, before she became a trainer and into fitness, she had a very traumatic experience in her life. When she was in college, she was uh, in a bar and someone took them hostage and she had a knife at her throat and it was incredible to hear about the story and the resilience that she showed after that. And she talked about how for trauma survivors, we discover who we truly are when we rise from the trauma. And I love that idea that we can become stronger from our hard times. In the military and about veterans, we talk a lot about post-traumatic stress, but we don't talk enough about post-traumatic growth. Robin talked about how we are so much stronger than we think we are, and I think we can only find those true limits and our potential when we are challenged and go through traumatic events. And it doesn't have to be super traumatic. It, it could be something small daily that we deal with. But as we fight against that, that's when we become stronger. And Robin said, we, we've already made it through 100% of our bad days. And that should give us strength and encourage us to push on. She said, our legacy is made up of small decisions every day. We can always make a choice to be better. And that's exactly what Robin did in her life. After the traumatic experience, she said she really struggled, and to overcome that, she started to run. And she said she did that because she wanted to turn the pain into power. And she said it was how she coped with that traumatic experience, because it made her feel better, and running was something that she could control. And so she kept running, and she loved it, and she started to become better at it. 
So eventually she started doing endurance races. She ran five marathons in five days. And then she did a hundred miler race all at once. And she said she did those endurance races because she wanted to find her limits. She wanted to test how much pain and discomfort she could push through. She said if it were easy, it wouldn't have meant as much. And this shows the power of doing hard things. In the moment, it might be tough, but we never regret, we never regret it when we look back. She said, and she brought up a really good point that as she was doing these races, she had horrible blisters and she had a ton of pain. But she said after a few days, she was fine. And she said she was so much stronger knowing what she had gone through. And Robin said she approaches training like she approaches life. She said we need to focus on what we can control, get advice from experts, and then make it happen. She also said we should start before we are ready because there's never a perfect time. And she mentioned the importance of sleep and ending our day the right way. She said we can really only truly control how we start and end our day. And finally, she recommended two specific tools which were the same as Dan. She said she uses meditation and breathing to get her body and mind in the right place. The last podcast from this week comes from Masters of Scale. Reed Hoffman interviewed Bill Gates. And the first lesson to learn from Bill's example about how we can survive our setbacks and thrive because of them is that Bill didn't do it alone. Steve Wozniak, his partner in business, was with him every step of the way. Steve encouraged him, pushed him, and taught him new things. Where Bill was weak, Steve was strong. They also had to have a partnership outside of their company to make it work. Microsoft partnered with IBM, and because of that, they were able to survive, and it pushed them to become better because they didn't want that partnership to fail or not meet expectations. What was interesting, though, Bill said they also prepared, though, for what they would have to do after IBM. So it's important that we rely on others for help, but we don't want to be dependent on them. We can still have our support system and structure around us, but we always want to be strong enough that we can rely on ourselves when we need to. And the last lesson from this podcast in Bill's example is that he spotted inflection points. He anticipated future trends and specifically that computers would need software or a platform to run on. And this doesn't just apply to our professional lives. It's the same in our personal life. As we try to survive and thrive, we need to think about what we will be grateful for doing in a month or a year and what those habits will be so that we can start to build them today. And to close, I love this quote. Bill said that one of his competitors was speaking about him in Microsoft at a conference and he said, Bill is wrong, but he'll work so hard that he'll probably still be right and it will still work. I love this idea that it's not all about the idea. We don't have to find the perfect job or the perfect school, but if we just keep working, if we don't give up, then we can survive and we can thrive in our personal and professional life. 
In closing, we hope these tactics and tools about how to survive setbacks and thrive because of them help you or someone you know this week to build a great life. Thank you again for the reviews and sharing the podcast. It really does make such a difference as we try to help someone each week. We can't do this without you. And thank you for listening. We know your time is super valuable and it means a lot that you're here. We hope you have a great week and we'll see you on Friday. Thank you.